0: Welcome back to According to, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's episode, we thought it would be fun to just talk about friendship and making friends and all of that stuff, kind of some personal anecdotes and stories of ours along the way. How much planning did you do for this? Uh, I've done some mental planning. <laughs> Zero things are written down. Okay. I'm going to still try and lean on you a little bit just because, I don't know. I have, like, I'm sure it'll just come to me as we speak through things, but, um, Sierra told me about this episode idea during our lunch hour, and then I came back home, and now we're recording, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, what's your, uh, weekly spotlight before we get started? My weekly spotlight is probably the, um, or this past weekend we went, um, kneeboarding, and, you know, I've lived at the lake pretty much this whole summer, but that actually hasn't been, like, it hasn't been boring or bad, but it hasn't been as, like, high expectation as I thought it would be just because, realistically, um, it's either me here by myself or, like, occasionally my mom's here, but neither of us, like, are all that comfortable driving the boat slash, like, just don't really want to, like, go take the boat out and, therefore, like, I'm not really doing, like, lake things even though I'm here. Um, It's not the hashtag lake life you envisioned. Yeah. And so this past weekend, though, my um, grandparents were up here and so was Haley and her fiance Ashton and so we went kneeboarding even though it's so hard for me to get myself to go kneeboarding but then once I actually like do it's fun um, and so I had only done it one other time earlier this year and I didn't try doing my 360 trick at all earlier because it was kind of wavy when I was trying to do it and I just need like as calm of water as possible and so this time when I was kneeboarding I had a really good run where I was going and I was doing my you know, out of the wake and back into the wake. And I was pretty like pleased with that. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to try the 360. And I just did it. And it was like the easiest one I've done. And so I just was like, okay, go Megan. So that was my fun highlight. But at the same time, it was just fun at the same time to watch Haley and Ashton try kneeboarding for the first time. Haley was kind of a natural. She was able to Mm -hmm. start kneeboarding first day and then get up and then also pretty much do a 360 within like a half hour yeah I am honestly surprised she kept going that long because normally after a couple runs of whether it's skiing or kneeboarding like I get pretty wiped pretty fast and so like I don't think there's ever a time where I go more than like four runs yeah and Haley was just and she was wiping out too and that wears you out more and so I applaud her for that commitment and then Ashton he tried skiing and he tried kneeboarding and he like Kind of just got up enough for both of them to count. And that was about the extent of his runs, which is pretty good. It's hard when you're first learning those because you just, like, aren't used to how it feels or how it works. Trying to explain, like, the tips and tricks that you have after you, like, learn how to do it is just so funny because it's, like, you, like, it requires so much concentration, all of, like, the nitpicky details. But then when you actually learn it and just do it, You don't think much about it. And so, you know, when Ashton was trying to kneeboard especially, I feel like that's kind of when we had, like, the most tips and stuff because it is kind of a funky, like, way to get on if you haven't done it before because you have to have your elbows planted and you have to, like, push on your elbows, bring your knees up, and then you have to, like, find your balance and lean a certain way, especially, like, when you start doing the 360, it gets even more complicated. And so it was just, like, making me think of all the things that I have to do but I don't really think about that much anymore. Yeah. What was your spotlight? Honestly, that would probably have to be my spotlight as well because, at, like, every time I've gone to the lake this summer, like over the six-week clinical, I always choose the crappy weekends. Like I think that yeah, we every have time of, weekends, yeah, we every should have. Time, when it was a Des Moines weekend, you should have come here, and when it was a here weekend, we should have gone to Des Moines. That's what we've learned. But hopefully, you will get to go up to the lake a couple more times. I don't know if it'll be before school starts, but I would imagine for, like, uh, Labor Day. (laughs) I always get Labor Day and Memorial Day confused. It is Labor Day. Maybe we can go to the lake then. When does football start? Oh, I don't know. September? 3rd? Isn't that Labor Day? I don't know. Maybe. We'll decide later. I'm definitely thinking we could probably make it up sometime next week still if we plan a little bit ahead. See, our appointments might be not on good days. Mm. Whose fault is that? (laughs) I just freaking picked a random day when I was getting my filling done. Well, I think that my filling is on Tuesday and, like, my physical is on Friday or something, so... Honestly, mine are kind of... I can check my calendar right now. I think that my days are... Like, I think our days are flip-flopped. but doesn't mean we couldn't come up for, like, a day or two. I mean, we could. I just didn't know if you had like Wednesday, Thursday. <laughs> um, I just had a mini heart attack because I thought the professional development was plan was due because that's what my calendar says. But I think that it's because it hasn't been, the date hasn't been adjusted. Because that would I know have been that scary. the instructions, like, I literally just had a heart attack. Um, <laughs> but I also know that. I feel like we should I, end the podcast right now. <laughs> I've been working on it, and I know that the instructions said don't turn in before your clinical's over, so I knew that, like, I was like, that can't be right. My physical is on Tuesday, and my dentist appointment is on Friday, so. Okay, so that might work if we go, maybe we go, like, Tuesday afternoon. Because mine's in the morning, so. I think mine is at, like, 11 on Tuesday. Okay, so early enough. early enough, and then my dentist appointment is at 11 a.m. Friday. Mine's like 9.45 or something on Friday. So okay, you, so not too far off. We'll see, we'll see. So, anything else to say? Any clinical updates? Any I just had fun? I a good day today. So, every week when we get back, my CI always asks me, like, what's my goal for the week? And so, wow. my goal for this week is, since it's like the last week, I'm like, I just want to like work on my confidence and independence like as much as possible. And like, not gonna lie, guys, that, like, like, kind of scares me a little bit when I'm like, you know, independence. So uh, this morning,
1: when we you're had like okay, a, I have a
0: question. Can I ask that? Yeah. Um, when you're like taking at the lead during a session, is your CI always still with you? Like, we have a big gym, and they have like desks in the back. So like, sometimes he's like uh, over by his desk. Okay, so ours is a little more separate, where like my CI can be in, like, the office room, which is separate from the gym, or, like, her office is even, like, back behind that. And so a lot of times if I'm, like, taking the lead, quote-unquote, with a patient, like, she's she's not, like, there directly supervising yeah. me, like, the whole time. Yeah, that wouldn't really be possible with the way it's set yeah. up there. But, like, he'll leave, I guess, yeah. if that makes sense. Um, Anyway, so with some of the patients we had this morning, two of, like – we have, like, some patients where it's, like, I know that he kind of, like, takes lead on them, but for two of them that he normally would take the lead on, he was, like, okay, like, do you want to kind of take the lead on these ones? And I was, like, I'm scared, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> sure. Uh, so I did, and it was fine. So we did some balance stuff with one of them, and then the other one, I don't even remember off the top of my head what the other one was, and another patient, I did some manual stuff on her neck, and in the afternoon... I had an initial eval, and I felt really good about, like, how the whole thing ran. Like, the subjective history is fine. Running through the objective stuff that I wanted to get was fine. And, like, I gave him some exercises to do for home. But just, like, the issue with it was that, like, he wasn't experiencing, like, a ton of relief with things that we were doing. So, it was, like, the process was good on my end, but the, you know, it was just hard to find something. Like, my CI was, like, kind of, like, not jumping in at the end, but, like, kind of, like, saying potential exercises to try and it still didn't really do much so we'll see and then I finished off with two patients that I've seen a lot and like I led their thing and then the last patient of the day my CI saw and then I was typing it's always kind of nice yeah I kind of be like okay the day's done we did it all let's just get it on paper yeah my day was um To the people that I saw this morning, I don't think that I had ever worked with before, but, like, it wasn't... Well, actually, no. I had worked with one before, and then I hadn't worked with another, but I made it through. One of them was kind of challenging because I'd only seen them for the initial eval, and then someone else worked with them last time. And then this time, I was like, okay, I have to, like, try and come up with more stuff because, you know, it wasn't the... Like, there was just not that many exercises listed, so... I decided mm-hmm. instead of going straight to my CI and asking about what she wanted me to do to, like, come up with some, and then I went and was like, does this seem good, and do you want me to do anything else? And she was like, no, it looks good. You can try those out. And then um, on Mondays, my CI has to – she um, clears her hour before lunch and then obviously lunch because she needs to prepare stuff for their group meeting because she's the manager, and then uh, – Also, then a person after lunch canceled. So I had, like, three hours. Part of it was lunch, where I just, like, was open and not doing anything. And then um, after that, we had patients that I have worked with before. And, yeah, my day was pretty Mm -hmm. smooth otherwise. Yeah, we had um, a little bit of a break because there was a cancellation before lunch. But then also we didn't have a patient before lunch so we had like an hour and a half before lunch that was empty so we were going to go see inpatient but then when we went down there one of the PTAs was already down there and he'd seen the people that we were going to see so I gotta work a little bit on my in-service so my in-service is indeed coming along I am going to try and finish it pretty much today and then I need to still like actually run through and practice at some point before Thursday which is I think the day that I am presenting it. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to also say today, something that was nice was, um, the guy that actually came to talk to our program, like, the head of 21st Century or CEO or whatever he is, he stopped in today, um, I don't think he recognized me because he didn't act like he did and I didn't say anything, but he brought Casey's pizza, which I knew he was going to because they asked, like, what pizza everyone wanted to, but I was just like, yes. (laughs) So that was nice. So did you have that instead for lunch? Yeah, I only brought a soup, so I wasn't, like disappointed we didn't have much to eat because fairways closed on Sundays and I never ever remember to get groceries on Saturday that would be annoying I haven't remembered once so okay I have one more thing that I want to talk to you about before we get started with the actual episode but when dad and I were making cornflake chicken before we started recording this dad goes how many eggs are in this referring to you know I have to make like a little egg bath Mm -hmm. thing And this was annoying me so much Okay I said One egg And one egg white And then he goes So one egg And then I was like No One egg And one egg white And then he was like I don't Like one egg He did not understand Was egg yolk in his mind? Was egg I don't know Like the same thing as yolk I don't know but then, like, I was getting genuinely so frustrated, and then he was like, "I don't understand." <laughs> and I was like, "What, do you Has not? He never heard of it?" I egg literally had to be like, here's, I had to literally be like, "I have two eggs. <laughs> I put one whole egg in the bowl. then I cracked the second egg, and I put the egg white in the bowl. And then he's just like, "Well, why not just do two eggs?" I was like, "I don't know. I'll just do what my mom the never did says. That's funny. So yeah. That was a little moment of frustration that I had. <laughs> okay, do we dive into the episode and wherever it takes us? I think up. so. I think it's time. I, you guys know, maybe you don't, but I would imagine most of you do because we're all friends and here. We've never hit that or try to. Exactly. Megan and I have a history of, like, we have had like some solid friendships. I think we still do. But friendship has never come easy to us. Could it be due to the fact that we are twins? Potentially. I also hate when people just, like, pin being a twin as, like, the evil thing that is the root of not having a large group of friends. I don't think that's fair either. Mm-hmm. It's hard to – it's hard for me at least to decipher, you know, the cause. Because I am also just, like, a shyer person in general. You know what so. I think – Would you classify yourself as being genuinely shy or just some, like, a woman of few words? A woman of few words? I'm just like, I don't feel like I I act shy around other people unless, like, sometimes people... I think it's a little bit... Sometimes people say things or, like, kind of start a conversation where I'm like, I honestly don't know where to go with this. Like, you're the one that's making it hard for me to converse with you. You know what I think I've realized? I think I've realized that, like, I am a lot more comfortable in silence than a lot of other people. And so when people are like, oh, like, you're not talking. I'm like, I wasn't trying to talk. Yeah. Like, I was I'm really listening. That was all my intention was. (laughs) So I think that's something that I've noticed. But, like, I'm not going to say that I'm, like, not shy. Like, it sometimes is, like, nerve-wracking in, like, a group of people especially to, like, try and jump into conversation. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I think that more so than anything, I've just realized, like, I don't mind not talking. You know it's weird to think back on, though? So. In, like, elementary school, we had, obviously, like, our two close friends, one specifically. Well, that's where I wanted to start it. That's where I wanted to start this episode. You can start that, but I have, like, one quick side note. Beyond them, we actually still did, like, play dates, Birthday parties actually had, like, a good number of people showing up, and I'm kind of like, how did that happen? How did we have, like, actual people coming to our stuff without actually being friends with them? Really not, like, that close anyways? I don't know. Maybe it's all the parents. Yeah. Maybe you're just, so, I don't know. So, I want to start this episode with, you know, the first, like, friend or friendship that Megan and I can really remember. And pandas like, okay, this is, like, where, like, our first friend, really. So, uh, this was all the way back in kindergarten, I'm pretty sure. I have no memory of ever meeting them, I think you were his friend first. Okay, Mm -hmm. so Megan and I were friends with... Should we, like, come up with, like, a fake name? They're not going to know who they are. I just feel weird, like, saying people's actual names. You can come up with a fake name if you can think of one right now. Uh, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, so uh, Megan and I became friends with Brian, who is a fraternal twin... With Brady. (laughs) They had little names like that, too, that were, like, the same letter. Their whole family had the same letter names. But anyways, uh, we were really good friends with Brian. And then Brady was kind of, like, because they were twins, we would, like, see him. Or, like, if we were at Brian's house, then Brady would also be there. If, you know. But Brady definitely, like, had other friends. Brian had a lot of uh, girlfriends. And Brady had a lot of, like, boyfriends. That was just kind of how the cookie crumbled, I guess. And I would say, like, we were pretty, like, solid, like, besties yeah, with him. Yeah, we were in the same neighborhood. Until he moved. So that made it easy. Yeah. And so we moved in between fourth and fifth grade. And it's so funny because, like, you'd imagine that, like, I mean, it's not that deep because we were only in elementary school, but, like, he was, like, her only friend, and we were just, like, bye. <laughs> yeah. See you never. And we really, truly, like, <laughs> did not really see him. Nope. I remember um, that a couple years later when we got Facebook, I was like, I'm going to friend Brian, and we can be friends again. And uh, we did become Facebook friends, but nothing ever happened. Although he did go to uh, Iowa also, and I think that since we were friends on Facebook, at one point he, like, commented on your post or something, be like, oh, my God, you're going to Iowa? And then you're like, yeah, I don't remember that. Never, never actually uh, saw him or spoke to him in person in college either. But <laughs> you know, that's kind of all I can remember for, like, even in elementary school. I, mean, I like remember you said we had, acquaintances that we had, um, but that's kind of it. And I felt like satisfied. Do I don't know. Yeah, and we didn't do a ton of sports in elementary school. Like, we tried soccer, did not really befriend anyone on our soccer team. We did dance. I just have, like, a flashback. Did we, like, have one dance friend? I think we had one. was, like, a little, one. like, taller yep. blonde? Yep. I think I remember her name, too, but... is it Tess? I was going to say... I think it was Tess, yeah. What were you going to say? I was going to say Tessa, but then I was, like, not entirely sure. Oh. See, I can say her name because I genuinely have no idea where she is or what she's doing yeah like i don't remember her that much anyway so like elementary school and then okay let's go to fifth grade fifth grade is when we moved and fifth grade was my worst we actually year had, like, ever i thought it wasn't fifth grade that we had friends like it was when we actually got to middle school where we actually had friends i hated no grade. but i was going to get into our neighborhood friends okay yeah sure but we didn't go to school with our neighborhood so, friends because they went to the different school district. Okay, but we had some neighborhood friends that went to our school. We didn't hang out with them at school. But anyways, so when we moved to our mom's uh, house that she lives in now, that was in fifth grade for us. And new school obviously means, like, you're trying to make new friends. And I remember going to uh, this new school, and I was like, okay, this is going to be different. Because I knew at that point in time that I was, like, you know, a shy kid having to making friends. And I was like, "This is my moment." And I do remember uh, becoming like friends with someone on that first day of school, but then like, oh my god, didn't really I just remembered someone pan out. Oh my god, this, <laughs> you'll have to tell me.
1: This is afterwards. gonna make me sound like
0: a bad person, but you can continue. Well, I didn't have much to add on to that as far as like classroom friends. I didn't really like. I made one friend like the first day, but then it didn't really like pan out as like an actual friendship, you know. Mm-hmm. At no fault of either of us, just it was fifth grade, and we were like, hmm, maybe we're not friends. I don't know. But anyway, we had uh, our neighborhood friends. We had... uh, There's three sisters that we became friends with. The oldest one was in... Or the grade above Haley. And then one was the grade above us. And then the youngest one was in, like, what, three years younger than us? Something like that. And then we had... um, Another neighbor and his younger sister. And we all kind of all played together. We like, we had quite the neighborhood hangout. It was good. Like, I, that was a good group. Like, it's kind of upsetting now that that neighborhood hangout group just doesn't exist anymore because we're all grown up and.
1: <laughs> the neighborhood so
0: group disintegrated probably mid high school. Just like the hangouts mm-hmm. dwindled. Well, it's because. like the entirety of us hanging out was pretty much revolved around playing different like house games yard games that kind Mm -hmm. of thing and you just don't really do that that much when you get older yeah but like guys when i tell you like it was so much fun like we would play um like city in the basement like pretend we had like little jobs which doesn't sound fun but it was fun (laughs) and we would play hunger games that was like When I think back to playing Hunger Games, I'm just like, wow, we did a lot. So, that was a good group of people, good group of friends, but it's like, I mean, the three sisters, I was pretty close with the younger two. The older one didn't do, like, as much with us, but, like, Haley, like, our sister didn't do that much with the neighbor kids either. So, I guess they were just too old for it. I don't know. (laughs) Um... But, yeah, I was, like, the younger two sisters were, like, who I consider, like, okay, we're, like, close friends. Yeah. Of the neighborhood group. Um, and I'm still, like, friendly with yeah. them. I just don't talk to them that much. Um, I feel like one of them, like, the one we are closest to, we haven't specifically hung out in a while. But it wouldn't be, like, that weird to go catch up with her. Like, we're perfectly, like, we're queens mm-hmm. still. She lives in L.A. though now, yeah. so. That'd be difficult. <laughs> um. I was going to say, the first day of fifth grade, I remember Haley and our mom coming to pick us up from the first day, and I just knew that if I didn't have anything to... Oh, I just remember what you were going to say. ...report, that, like, in terms of, like, did you make any friends today? Which is also, like, a very loaded question. Like, it's the first day of school. And so, but I was just like, I'm just going to say that I made friends with, like, whoever my locker partner was, because I was like, I could probably become friends with them. Uh, so... I was sharing a locker with someone named Amy, so I just said her name, and then it kind of ended up working out in my favor, because later in fifth grade, we ended up becoming friends with someone named Annie, so I just convinced them that they heard me wrong, but then I also felt kind of bad, because as, like, the year went on, we were never besties with Annie, but I just kind of, like, the more that we, like, hung around, I was just, like, I'm just not getting, like, the reciprocal, like, we don't seem like we mesh that well, and so... I would feel bad because she would always kind of, like, say, like, oh, like, let's do this or hang out. And I was just, like, I just am, like, not feeling the friend connection. (laughs) Because then Sierra kind of came in a little bit because we're twins. So we were, like, oh, like, here's this person. We can be friends now. See, this kind of goes to show how, you know, obviously we have trouble, like, making friends sometimes. And, like, we feel like we don't get that reciprocal friend energy. But, like, it goes to show we've been on the other side, too, of... Someone potentially wanting to be friends with us, but being like, you know, I don't see this being something that's going to work out. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to middle school. This was, I feel like, when we actually formed, like, our first friend group. It was, it was like, a legitimate friend group that we are part of, but I still felt, like, it wasn't all reciprocal. Or, like, there are friend groups where people have, like, a set friend group and everyone's in it and everyone's in it equally and i feel like we kind of had like friend group here with um like us four but then also the two other friends we had were still friends with like a larger group of people and i know that that's Mm -hmm. normal i understand that's normal but it's just like i feel like the ideal situation for everyone is to kind of have like that one solid friend group that you're a part of but in this situation i would feel like we would probably say that the foursome that we had together was not like the main friend group it was probably the two of them and a couple of their other friends that was like their what they would consider their main friend group. Mhm. I agree with that. But regardless we did uh I'd say like from 6th through 8th grade was like yeah. the solid friend group and then freshman year was kind of like us floating if that makes sense. Like I would like eat lunch with them cuz I didn't have anyone else to Eat lunch with, but I was like, "This is and fine because we like became, we're still like, kind of like friends." Friends with Lexi through cheer. Mhm. But like our middle school friend group was us, and then two other girls who were already friends. No idea how we met. I don't know. I think it was English. Was it class? And so I don't really remember that much. We ended up going to like the Hunger Games premiere when that came out. And we were very much like into that. Wow, we were just like Hunger Games, everything apparently. Hunger Games with our neighbor friends. Oh, yeah, Hunger I Games just realized from here. that. Um, but like we had a good friend group with them where we hung out consistently, and like I, we felt like we were a part of their friend group and that we were actually good friends. But then we just kind of drifted apart once freshman year came around. I feel like that was like the first friend group that we had where I was like, oh, I'm like getting invited places. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's what I always wanted. You know? Yeah. Freshman year. All right. We, I remember our main friend freshman year was our cheer friend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was good and all, but again, it's only one other person. So it's just, Difficult again. This sounds dumb because you don't need like a large group of friends, but it meant that she already had friends, you know. Mm -hmm. So we consistently hung out, I would say, and got along well. But then she did she do cheer sophomore year? I don't even remember what happened. Me either. I think that she did cheer. You know what it was? Sophomore year. Freshman year. I think part of what it was, was we were still, we weren't best friends. We hung out, but probably not enough to like really secure a friendship. And then our sophomore year, we ended up being on varsity and she was on JV. So just like by virtue of that, we did not see each other nearly as much. And that probably contributed. Honestly, looking back, is like a dumb excuse. It honestly goes to show how we genuinely don't put in as much effort as we need to to maintain friendships. Mm -hmm. And And that's I'm seeing that as well. It's a lot of work though. Yeah. Like especially when you think of just like a day-to-day like day-to-day life you don't think about it that much and it doesn't bother you too much if you're just like doing the things that you have to do to get by but then you realize like you're not cultivating these friendships and you're like yeah, oh. they just kind of drift apart if you don't <laughs> maintain them. If you don't nurture them, yeah. And anyway, I this would also be a good time. To good at that. This would also be a good time to bring up our most prominent friend group, our gym squad. So uh, this yeah. is all thanks gym to babes. that's what we call ourselves. <laughs> this is honestly all thanks to Emma, and this is how the friend group came to be in my mind, so we had gone to the same gymnastics gym since we were in fifth grade, but never had, like, um, made, like, really good friends from it just because I think you change levels a lot. Sometimes people quit, and you're only going there maybe once a week, at least when you're first starting, and then um, it takes a while before you're going, at least for us, practice, like, twice a week, stuff like that. And we would, like, have acquaintances on our level and just like that we're also on team but it was when we were in our sophomore year and then Emma was in eighth grade at the time and she switched gyms to our gym and she already knew some people on our gym just because of people that had gone to um, Iowa State's gymnastics camp over the summer and so that was kind of why she like picked our gym because she knew people at it already. We did not know her but like Emma just had a personality where everyone wanted to be friends with her so since mm-hmm. everyone wanted to be friends with Emma everyone started becoming included. friends with everyone so it was really mm-hmm. a turning point um we were lucky enough to be able to kind of like join that friend group and then we called ourselves Jim Babes I think Paige came up with that yeah I don't really remember I do know like the friend group was kind of formed because like it just so happened to be kind of how the levels shook out mm-hmm. that year like we were all just on the same level we were platinum and this was 2015 2014 I don't remember now 2015 anyways well it was 2014 to it was 2015 okay yes so uh it was just there were five of us on that level and then Paige uh was also in that group she didn't do gymnastics anymore I don't really know how she like somehow embedded herself in but We're glad she did, and, like, we just, like, were, like, inseparable, just, like, we all would go to practice, hang out at practice, we would have sleepovers all the time, do little Dairy Queen runs after practice. Like, that's what felt good about having a large group and just feeling like, like, that was a set group. We knew this group, Mm -hmm. we all were invested in this friend group, and it felt meaningful. Mm -hmm. And everyone was, like, in it equally. Yeah. So obviously, like, that friend group went very strong all the way through when we graduated, and, like, we are still friends with everyone to this day. Granted, like, we don't, none of us do gymnastics anymore, so we don't see each other nearly as often, but, like, I know that if I were to see any of them, it would be, yeah, like, we pick up, like, we it's just left hard. off. Like, Sierra, have you gotten lunch with Emma like you said you were going to? No, I was going to, and then I remembered, because I was like, oh, I should ask her about that next week, but I think she is doing uh, oh, work week. Yeah, you waited too long. For her sorority. I know, but I'm busy. Honestly, it's hard. I' she's busy too, though, so it would have been hard either way. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> no, I know. This is what I mean. We go back to earlier when I talk about uh, not cultivating my relationships. This is what I mean, because <laughs> I told her that I would... I, would, I was going to ask her to hang out or something. or like, I brought it up. Because I was like, I'll be in town for six weeks, girl. like, I'll have plenty of time. But she does cheer like, in college. Shoot. And it's just, like, that girl's busy, too. She, she so is. So it probably still would have been hard. You could have probably been like, you tell me. And she'd be like, I can't. Yeah, probably. Um. So, yeah. And then we get to... We already we've also already talked about this before but like our senior year of high school like we were just out we were like peace out everyone closed off don't you won't be hearing from us <laughs> That's basically what it felt like. I was just like senior year was a me trying to get done with high school as quickly as possible and with as little involvement as possible Pretty much, especially since we had um Half days, pretty much the entire year. Mm-hmm. And then we also graduated a semester, not semester, a quarter term early. I was like, peace out, everyone. Yeah. And then we go to college. And college. I have to say, I think this is where it hit me the hardest. It's, in, it can be hard, hard to make friends in college. And no one talks about it's- it we lucky enough we even had each other, like, but I mean, wow. I think that it's a uh, misconception how easy it is to make friends in college, because everyone is always like the whole idea behind it is that like oh everyone is like making friends, so you just like make friends with anyone, like orientation week, like all of your classes, like you can just make friends with anyone. Maybe I'm just and I was like okay who I'm friends with because. I And part of it is, like, probably that, but then also, like, I would judge a person based off of knowing them for two seconds and then decide, like, mm, I don't think that we would vibe together. And then I'd be like... But then, like, that's kind of also all you have to go off of. I know. But, like, I could try giving them a little bit longer of a shot than that. Yeah, I guess. But it's just, like, all of orientation but week is pretty surface level and shallow and so, like... It just wasn't very encouraging for me to, like, barely even know a person than to be like, oh, like, I'm going to offer you an olive branch and then, like, what if I want to, like, retreat just like I did in fifth grade? Like, that's what I was afraid of because I don't want to do that to someone. I think that I just felt a lot of pressure, like, especially when you go off to college and, like, your parents are, like, asking how things are going and, like, you know, all that stuff. I, like, felt so much pressure to be like, oh, like it's going great. I'm making so many friends and my classes are going well. I mean, like my classes, that was fine, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, it wasn't very easy. I didn't think to make friends in class because especially if you're just in lecture classes, then no, like how am I supposed to genuinely make friends when I'm sitting in a lecture hall? And then in my smaller classes, I just didn't, I genuinely didn't really find that many people interesting to want to be friends with them. Or I'm just like I feel like in a lot of my like smaller discussion classes, there weren't really that many people talking to like anyone right? in general. Same. And I was even in like, Am I missing something? I was even in one of those things that I would do where it was like a shared class where like two out of my four classes had pretty much all the same people in those classes and we still didn't know anyone any better than any of my other classes. Mm -hmm. and then I even would like to say a little shout out to some effort that I put in my spring semester my freshman year I had a really good biology group there was me and three other people and like we were vibing you know like those like memes of you know you and your science group and you're like you wouldn't normally be like friends with these people but like it was a good group like we were all just like we meshed and there's one girl specifically who's also in that group And we were both freshmen. The other two were sophomores, I think. And so I was like, okay, like, I could see myself, like, being friends with this girl. So, like, the kind of, like, end of the summer before school started for sophomore year, I went through the effort of, like, texting her, asking if she'd want to hang out. And, like, we got lunch one time. And I was, like, all good and fine and dandy. But, like, after that, nothing happened. Yeah, I forgot about that (laughs) until, like, right now. I was like, I put in the effort, you know? I think stuff is just hard. Like, if you are... It's harder to make those one-off friends, but like in a day-to-day mm-hmm. situation, and like with each class, it's kind of all you can do. But people, once they find a larger group, like that's what they're gonna stick with. So like she yeah, probably messed with sure you, she had, like, just fine. But then like group. that larger friend group, like that's what you're gonna focus on. Same thing would happen mm-hmm. for me too. I'm sure. It's yeah. just tricky because like, how do you find, girlie? How'd you find that friend group? How'd you, right? How'd you do that? That's when sometimes I'm like, should I have uh, joined a sorority? But then I'm like, I don't know. Like, would that have made the difference? I will say all of the uh, time commitments they have are like certainly not a pro to me. Yeah. I just feel like, I mean, I know people are like, oh, like sororities are like buying friends. But I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I need that. That's the point. (laughs) that's why I'm doing i need it. to buy friendship i don't have anything well, against at least it sororities would've... i feel like it is a good yeah. way to automatically just have like you're always going to be with these people like that's how you make friends is you're with the same people doing the same things on a regular basis so that you can actually like make friends mm-hmm. and we joined we tried joining clubs everyone says to join clubs It's hard to find a club that seems interesting to join, from my experience. Like, there was over 600 clubs at the University of Iowa. I scrolled through every single one multiple times to try and find clubs to join. And I tried some clubs, but I just did not have a good experience with any of them. And I also tried some clubs, and I have the same experience. It's just, I mean, this is kind of a sidebar, but it felt like all the clubs that... Iowa had, that we would be, like, semi-interested in, the people who were, like, in charge of the clubs, like, did not care about the clubs that much, and I was like, well, if you don't care, how am I supposed yeah. to care? Yeah, and it was, like, Oh, my God, do you remember hardly... did charge? Yeah, I was already thinking about that. We, like, need to talk about that. <laughs> we can in a second. It was, like, the clubs we would join, we'd go to the meetings, and then, like, half the time, it wouldn't even be, like, the same people there every time, because, like, not everyone goes to every single club meeting, so then I was just not, I was not getting a lot out of it at all but you can talk about charge (laughs) i had high hopes for charge i know that's why i think it's important that we bring it up so charge do you remember what it stands for um i will look it up basically it's a nationwide organization of like any college can have a charge club and it's to like I think it's, like, specifically for uh, women to join, but it's, like, to keep you active and, like, working out. Why, and like I, it's an accountability why does thing. the website not just say, here's what we stand for? It's C-H-A-A-R-G, if anyone's curious. And it was supposed to be, like, I think they kind of described it as, like, a fitness sorority, but, like, anyone can be yeah. in it. And they had, like, the little lightning bolt was their symbol. I will say because I first heard about this and was interested in it when, before school started our freshman year, someone posted, like, a little blurb on the Facebook page saying, if you're a woman and you're interested in fitness, like, come check out Charge. And, like, it got a lot of responses. A lot of people were interested. It drew me and Sierra in. I was very much like, okay, yes, let's do this. But what I felt like was a missed opportunity was they separated people out into, like, workout groups to go work out together and there was a couple things that I didn't like about that one I wanted to join because I was like into fitness and wanted to like join other women who were like into fitness but it was also like you're doing these group workouts and that is not how I work out we and Sierra went to one like 6 a.m workout and a group of people it was like eight people maybe I don't know and both felt like we were you gonna just that, like, up, this is- like so we had yeah, to Yeah, this is when we still had that time when we were like working out in the morning feeling like nauseous every time. Was not doing well. Both of us were just like, "Oh my god, I am going to throw up right now." And so like that's not a very fun way to try and meet friends. And so after that, <laughs> we just couldn't do it. We were like, if we're feeling sick at these workouts, like how are we supposed to make friends? Probably not going to. <coughs> Be like, who wants to uh, be friends with the girl that's like gonna go to the bathroom to throw? Did we up? go to like a Zumba class too with them, or what was it that was at like that rec center? It was a Pilates that was with class with a different club. No, it was a Pilates class. Oh, that was like the first thing we did. Well, I'm thinking of something else. But then I remember this was like after we'd gone to like that one charge thing. But then every time I'd see like a group of girls like working out together, I'd be like, Is that a charge? Couldn't be me. Didn't work out for me. And, like, in theory, great idea. Great way to try and meet people and make friends. And I'm sure it worked for a lot of people. But I couldn't push past, like, the initial, like, I'm going to throw up every workout to try and make friends. And I just also was like, I don't want to work out with other people, honestly. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that a lot of you, like, a lot of girls used it as, like, an accountability thing because they weren't going to work out otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I'm gonna work out and like either way, so I don't really need this. hmm But yeah. College, especially like to for us especially, to add on to it all like the social media pressure of like, you know, people expecting friendship, wanting to like see and friendship everyone, online. Yeah, everyone, you know, questioning like, Hey, why aren't you showing friends in the vlog? Do you have any friends? And at first, like, we were honestly so like I don't know if ashamed is the right word, but like self-conscious of the fact that we didn't, that we didn't even talk about it anywhere that, you know, we didn't have friends. We wouldn't say it in vlogs. We wouldn't say it in our podcast. I don't even know when we had our podcast exactly, I guess like two years ago, but we just wouldn't like address the subject. And I think it's gotten a lot easier now because we are not self-conscious about it anymore and are kind of like just understanding that that's, a struggle that we have and a lot of you guys it's been reassuring to see people who have the same challenges that we have in terms of making like good friendships and knowing like hey it's not just as easy as it is for everyone else and that's okay Hmm. i think that's what's been good about it for us on orange like you said that a lot of our followers have had similar experiences and just like a lot of people that don't follow us as well like have had similar struggles. And I think that it's just easier to kind of pretend like, oh, like, yeah, I like went to college and made a ton of friends and that's how it was. And then you look at even like TikTok and stuff. Yeah, you see people, I was going like, to say, you do hear a lot of being people being about like, about that Oh, stuff. I like, went home every weekend. And like, that's what I did to comfort myself because I didn't have anyone like on campus. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see more people being open about that and normalizing it. Um, I feel like all of undergrad can kind of get lumped into one. Although I will say our think- senior year, our last semester um, in our anatomy lab class, the, our dissection table was like a really gr- good group of people. Like that was another one of mm-hmm. those like group of classmate friends that was like an actual good group that had fun together. And we had like a couple times mentioned like possibly doing something after class. Um, but honestly, we only finished it's half also, the like, class, and, uh... The other issue with that is, like, we'd joke about, like, going <laughs> to get, like, boneless wings or something afterwards, and it's like, you okay, smell well, it's like 8.30, not like- and we all smell like formaldehyde, mm-hmm. so maybe we shouldn't. Yeah, that was the tricky thing. But, like, we saw them a lot, though, because we were freaking there four days a week. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a good group. Uh, followed them all on Instagram, you know, which I never, like, I far- hardly follow any people from college, <laughs> right? so... Um, It's kind of, yeah. Anyway, and now here we are. We are in PT school, and I mean, we've honestly been open about like struggles with meeting more classmates and stuff, especially at the beginning when it was, you know, still a pandemic raging as if it's not raging right (laughs) now, but (laughs) you know know how it was, guys. It was difficult. I will say. But I feel like more confident now than ever. And just like. Again, I just feel, like, kind of at a good point right now with, like, I know that we are consistently going to have invites throughout, you know, our program, and, like, I'm going to be involved and invited, and, like, will I be in, like, a specific set group of people? Maybe not, but, like, I usually am always going to have the invite now, and the fact that, like, I have made pretty good acquaintances to feel comfortable going and hanging out with these people is, like, pretty good for me right now, and... And, like, acquaintances to open the door to, yeah. you know, hopefully deeper friendship. I will say, uh, one of our classmates that we're probably more close to, um, this was after we went on, like, the party bus in May. But I was, like, when we were uh, out and about, uh, she said probably, like, one of the nicest things ever. And it was just, like, because she had listened to our podcast. And it was, like, towards the end of the night. And she was just, like, so I listen to your podcast. And I think a couple of our classmates do. I don't know how often They do, but she was like, "I genuinely think we would be really good friends," and I was just like, "That was such a nice compliment." I know that was like the nicest compliment ever. Just because we're pretty ourselves on the podcast, so the fact that the fact that she felt like through listening to our podcast she was, uh, think thought we'd be a good fit, I was like, "Okay, well, let's go get breakfast tomorrow." It was just like an immediate like door open, moment, situation, Mm -hmm. and like somehow we, I just feel like. (laughs) Our minds somehow connect on like a weird level in terms of we have we ran into her at uh, the beach twice on accident. This has happened twice on accident. Just same time. It was, like random times. Yeah, and so that was bizarre. And then also, <laughs> this is a weird thing to feel like connected with, but it I'd never heard anyone say. Watch you say this, and everyone will be like, "Of course, they have the same energy." Okay, well I'll pose the question, and you guys can see what you would say. So we were at the beach and. We were talking and Sierra somehow brought up that she really liked the National Treasure movies. And so this, our, the girl in our program was like, I love those movies too. And then Sierra had like a little brain fart and was like, I also really like... And then she was like, what are those movies that like gives off the same energy? So I will give you guys a moment to ponder your answer. Think Five. of a movie that gives off the same energy national treasure. Four, three, two, one. And in an instant, she was, like, not at the museum. And yes, immediately. And maybe other people, like, I think other people could get that because, like, the Nicolas Cage versus Ben Stiller, like, same vibe. I get the connection, but no one else, I don't know. I've never heard anyone else just, like, connect the two movies like that, so yeah anyways so this past summer when we were like still in school for like the first five weeks i think was really helpful for megan and i in terms of just getting to hang out with our classmates more on like a personal level rather than an academic level and
1: it's been and nice honestly everyone of, like, in our
0: class really is fun. so nice in terms of just like when we yeah. do everyone out everybody everybody really does this- always check with us being like are you guys having fun like they're, like, definitely invested in, like, people want us to come. And so I'm just, like, I'm glad you guys like me so much. I don't want this to, like, make it seem like, oh, like, we're not friends with our class because our class doesn't like us. Like, that's not it at all. It's just been difficult to get to know people the first semester because of the pandemic. And then kind of coming out of that the second semester and into the summer, it's been trying – like, us trying to figure out kind of where we fit, I guess. Yeah. But everyone's been great. some people – like, honestly, our whole class really does work to – together well and like a large group so you don't have to be super clicky but there just are naturally like smaller groups of people who like hang out more so or like our roommates and yeah, stuff exactly so figuring out where we like fit in best but also like the whole group like works too so it doesn't really matter like you can really talk with anyone and you're gonna be fine mm-hmm so I look forward to obviously going back in a couple of weeks and getting to hang out with people and also we get to meet uh the first years. I know, I think that's gonna be like exciting too. I will say though, um we obviously never got to meet our the class above us that well just because um the pandemic, but hopefully we'll have like a better opportunity to have both of our classes mesh a little bit more and get to know each other a little bit more. Um and I think that'll be very fun. Mm-hmm. I think that's all that I had prepped. Yeah, we I apologize did kind of this run episode's through. a little bit shorter. No, it's not that short. No, it's fine. It's like fifty-ish minutes. Good. Dad keeps like coming in and out of the kitchen, being like, You're done? "You done? Ready for dinner?" He's hungry. <laughs> okay. Well, I think that where we need to end this episode off is just knowing. Megan and I have faced our fair share, guys, fair share of struggling mm-hmm. with friendship. I feel like even, like, people are like, oh, like, twins must be great because you, like, always have your best friend. But it's also, we, like, I think, uh, an anchor. You it know. It pulls you down a little bit, too. Yes. It grounds so you, we but it also, like, doesn't help you move forward. Drowns you? No, I said grounds <laughs> you. It grounds you and it drowns. No, I said oh. it drowns you. <laughs> um, depends on how you look at it. But. I think right now I'm feeling very comfortable with, like, the friendships that I do have. Oh, and also, can quick shout see out to making. Haley and Maggie, our true family friends, always in it with us, can't get rid of us. You just mm-hmm. said family friends as if they were, like, family friends. I meant family who also count as friends. Which, they do count as friends. I hate when people are like, family doesn't count. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um... I think something else to kind of keep in mind as we close out this episode is that it's okay. Like you have to find a good balance of like you obviously like want to have friends. I think everyone does to some extent but also realizing like the amount of effort you're willing to put in to those friendships and like whether or not your homebody can play into how often you want to hang out with friends. Yeah. You know? As we reflect that's it's, it's probably, probably our, our Yeah. So you kind of have to Take that and Some. say, okay, like, I just need to recognize that about myself and maybe that means I'm not so hard about my hard on myself for not having so many friends because am I really willing to mm-hmm. put in as much effort as I probably need to? Maybe not. Or maybe on the flip side, you need to say, okay, I recognize yeah. that I like to stay home and stuff, but I still want friendships, exactly. so now I have to, like, set time aside and, like, maybe plan it out as to when I'm going to hang out with my friends so that I actually get myself out of the house because I'm not a huge, like, spontaneous plans person, when it comes to, like, putting an effort to do things and, like, hang out with people. Like, if Megan and I want to do something, that's a different story because we're, like, already together. So, we just, like, easy. leave together. In my brain, it makes sense. But thinking back to, like, that one night when we were, like, in our apartment. And I was, like, ch- comfy in my bed, chilling, going to watch something. I was going to online shop. And then Megan's, like, hey, like, people in our class are going out. Do you want to come? And I was, like, no, like, but sure. everything and you wanted to say no. But also, I was, like, this is the moment where you have to, like, say – I'm missing out on the larger picture here if I say no. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't just, it wasn't about the night. It was about the people. Yeah. Yeah. So let's end it there. Hopefully you guys found some words of wisdom in this, or at least like at the very least I want is for like you guys to be able to relate to this. If you feel like alone in this scenario. Yeah. And know that you're not alone. Make sure you guys um, subscribe to this podcast. You can rate us on iTunes. And we also have merch available that is linked in our Instagram bio. I am wearing it right now. She is repping. So. All right. We will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.